What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the junkyard. This week, we're talking about amateur commercials and how they're changing the game in advertising. I'm Imani. I'm Zach. And here, here we go. go. All right, good to be back with y'all. What's up, Monty? Nothing much. What's up with you? Chilling, chilling, ready to get up into it. All right. Uh, so, okay. So amateur commercials. So what I mean when I say amateur, what I mean is anybody who's filming a commercial themselves or is hiring someone to do it. Um, and the production value is probably going to be, I don't know, let's say less than a thousand dollars. Any, anyone using a cell phone to film, uh, normally it's that it's, it's that. And so I, I wanted to bring this up because it's for a while on YouTube. I've, I have YouTube. Ugh. I, wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to bring this up because for a while now on, on YouTube, I've been seeing these commercials that are obviously filmed on cell phones. And, and at first, it was just a, a cheap or free game here or there, right? You'd see some, maybe some employee from the game company, some game developer who actually worked with the game they're advertising, or just some person, might be an actor. Um, or, or it's just somebody playing the game and screen recording them playing the game. Yes, yes, yes. Most often, it is that when you see game footage, and then when you see them, it's just like a regular streamer setup, someone sitting in a big gamer chair um, in front of a green screen. So what they're playing might be their background, or there might yeah. be a big like title of the game behind them. And mm -hmm. it's just, you know, 30 seconds of, oh man, I got to fight this boss now. They, they, may be, they may not be. But it used to just be these cheap, quick little uh, ads that were in-game. Right. You'd see him if you were trying to, you know, get some free coins or, you know, play whatever game. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, that, that's interesting. But I, you know, didn't really care because it's, um, I don't know, it, it didn't seem to have a lot of weight. Um, and then I started seeing these commercials for other companies on YouTube. And at first, at first, I really wasn't sure what I was watching i was like is this gonna turn into something because some of them have good ideas but because the production value is low you can just sort of tell that things are not as good as they could be um and one of the prime examples is this medical facility called forward have you heard of this um perhaps go on so i can't remember what they say but forward is a, a new way of doing medical treatment where you don't stand in line for hours and you come into the facility and they have a, a bio scanner that you stand on and it takes all your vitals and then you get to meet with a doctor one-on-one -on -one or whatever. Um, right, right, okay, okay. Uh, and, and somehow we're not supposed to have to wait in line for hours still? Yeah, yeah. I, there's, there's no line, whatever. You know? Forward has unlimited doctors. Okay, continue. <laughs> uh, yes, unlimited well-paid doctors um but it's very clearly filmed on a cell phone and i know this um because i've filmed things on cell phones and on on uh professional cameras as well and when you go in i can tell that all the lights are sort of the regular lights they would use in an office 
The light is not soft. The light is not complimentary. Uh, it's obviously not some professional lighting. Okay, you know, you got to work with what you got. I get it. And then you hear them talk. And when the, when the sound is low, okay, it sounds kind of fine. And, so, and as soon as they go here at forward and you hear the peaking and the static and the crumbling in the audio almost immediately, I said, oh my God, they may be using some cheap lavalier mic or they might even be using some cheap uh, uh, shotgun microphone attached to the phone, right? It peaks so quickly and it sounds so bad. You can also tell there's not a professional set because a lot of the, of the people's faces aren't lit correctly all the time. And that's neither here nor there. But you can also tell that they're filming on some stabilizer, which may not be a big deal because, you know, big production companies use cameras on stabilizers all the time. But one of the interesting things is, as far as I've been studying and practicing, if it's not intentional, the goal of the camera is to disappear, right? The goal is for you to not know it's there. So for me to see this camera bobbing and sort of the delayed reaction in whatever gimbal they're using and how it's not calibrated, along with the poor uh, you know, audio quality and these blown out lights, it's very clear that either someone in your office had a phone and a gimbal or they had a boyfriend or a girlfriend or an uncle who was is getting into uh, production, video production, and they hired them, or this was their first job doing it for free, right? So th there are those I talk about all the cons. All the cons lay mostly in production value, right? Which which as we know on YouTube doesn't always matter, right? We have a lot of people. Um, they may not be famous YouTubers, but I've been getting more into keyword searching and, and understanding how to uh, develop a following and getting people to find you on YouTube, especially now that the platform is so saturated and we're trying to do things on YouTube. I've been doing all my research and you find people who are, who have, you know, barely okay audio, they're using their webcam for video, but they've been able to title their video correctly they have the correct keywords that make them searchable and the content they provide is adequate to excellent depending i mean it could go be anywhere from remodeling your kitchen to 10 tips for new uh or for first-time home buyers right you see these people with sometimes five six seven eight hundred thousand views so the production quality on youtube doesn't always matter so this is this is a plus this i think this makes the entry or the bar to get into advertising at least on youtube much lower right so now hmm. companies or people who may have small businesses who cannot afford to pay 10 50 dollars to film a commercial or a set of commercials can now pay a couple hundred bucks uh to someone who has some real basic blogging equipment and make a semi-sellable commercial very very interesting and i think this uh company forward is probably on the upper echelon i've seen i've seen really good sort of uh i've seen really good amateur commercials filmed on phones like that and then i've seen really poor ones now 
let's put a pin in production quality, right? Because we've already said that the the entrance bar uh, is is low, right? The the hill you have to hop over to get into advertising is very low. You can essentially make whatever you want, and as long as you pay, you can get it. You can get these ads to run. Hmm. Right? So, and and that's also a a plus because now those who could not afford it before have a way of getting out there, right? Mm -hmm. It's a little bit like the transition from sort of you needing to have a cinema camera to make movies, to make any type of narrative or documentary work to SLRs, DSLRs, these, these cameras that still cost thousands of dollars, but you know you can get a camera that films in 8K uh, continuously for less than ten thousand dollars. That's ridiculous, right? When before the red cameras and the the Ari, uh, you know the Alexas, they might cost you fifty to one hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, um, right? So access is more widespread, which is which is a good thing. But part of the issue with everyone being able to participate is that everyone can participate, right? So we're talking about these, these pros that everyone can get in now and, and there's less scrutiny because people are just so used to, hey, what's up? Welcome to my channel. Filming on the front camera of their phone. This person might have anywhere from 100,000 to a million subscribers doing, doing poor video quality, but it's entertaining, right? Then we come to the issue that I just talked about because anyone can get in, now anyone can get in. Now this commercial I'm gonna talk about next was so bad, I do not even know the name of the dude or his company. So this dude (laughs) (laughs) is filming, I'm I'm, I'm gonna paint this picture for you. I'm going to set this up. I'm going to leave Leonardo da Vinci this for you real quick, okay? Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> let, me, let me just uh, paint this picture for you. Little George, Sunday afternoon with George in the park for you, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so this, this commercial starts, right? And we are, it is immediately clear that... Okay, so you know when you you get into an, uh, a drive share, or even if you have your own car, there are those phone mounts that you put right over the middle console so that you can see directions and whatnot, right? Well, I thought those were only allowed in Ubers and Lyfts. You can get your own. What? I mean, it's a thousand dollars. Those things Holy are illegal shit. in California. You know? What I mean? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, only yeah, for okay. drive share. <laughs> yeah, probably execution on spot. Oh, on the spot, dog. So, uh, <laughs> so it's very clear that this phone is using the front-facing camera sitting in this dude's car mount, right? He's, he's driving. He's driving while he's making this commercial. He's got iPhone earbuds in, and, and through the windows, we can see that he is cruising through a beautiful suburban neighborhood with trees and greenery oh it's wonderful it's somewhere where everyone is upper middle class upper it's somewhere where everyone is upper middle class doing doing real well 
everyone's got ps5s over there <laughs> they have all the ps5s <laughs> they have all the ps5s because <laughs> we for gosh darn sure can't get one <laughs> a story for another time uh so we're in this dude's car in on you know on this phone in this car this phone mount in the car center console driving through this neighborhood this dude's got earbuds on and he is fighting to look into the camera and the whole time i'm thinking oh my god is this guy gonna kill a kid is oh he's driving down a neighborhood street i don't know what speed he's driving it i mean like at least the speed limit is not going any slower than that looking and speaking into his phone while driving advertising his business okay so so you imagine it's how- like it's like car, like he's like a car accident lawyer <laughs> at the very end good thing i've got a lawyer at the I, very end if it was a meta commercial then maybe it would have been funny so you know how office depot has the easy button we we need a stop button because because if if you don't have a big budget <laughs> and you got to do the best you can I'm okay with your crappy audio and your subpar lighting and your terrible phone stabilizer. Do what you got to do, honey boo boo. Okay. I understand. Money's tight. Time is tight. Got to make it work. Got to make it happen. Okay. But this nincompoop, this dude, this guy endangering people's lives while trying to film a shitty commercial on his cell phone. While driving his car, oh my God, I'm somewhere between the Netherlands and the Philippines. I, it's, it's ridiculous. And so I just want to say the, the issue with everyone being able to get in is that everyone can get in. So I, I feel like what you're saying um, kind of goes back to that one episode where we talked about TikTok and how... Um, I say one episode as if we've only talked about it one time, but there was one episode that we particularly <laughs> that we particularly focused on TikTok and about how like that the 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 expectation for quality of content um that people can um, publish on social media and, and on social platforms has gone down because anybody can can publish and be seen now, right? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like what I, what what I'm getting from what you're saying is that the deal with these commercials, with everybody being able to make commercials, is like everybody can get in, but that's not really the problem. The problem is not that everybody can get in because even if everybody can get in, not everybody can be seen, right? Mm-hmm. The problem is is that it is like I like I was just talking about with TikTok it is lowering the expectation from consumers about what things should look like, so that when people like us um, are still, I don't want to say tied, but are still holding ourselves to um, this whole wanting to make high quality content. And that's just how, that's just our creed, right? That's just how we operate. When we put lots of time and effort into making high quality content, people's attention spans and, um, and um, care for um, things that are longer and things that are high quality has been whittled down so much by these other people that they walk right over the stuff that we are providing. And there used to be a time when, you know, it was the other way around, right? People really wanted, everybody wanted that crisp, you know, 
um, high quality, high production value things. And that also had its drawbacks, obviously, because it's seriously limited who could get into the game, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I get that. Um, but when we're talking about a company, right? Because so there's a difference between like somebody making a, like a small company making a commercial, right? And not having a ton of money. And that's just how they, they, they made the commercial like that. And then that becoming a trend in companies that are worth hundreds of millions and billions of dollars, piggybacking on that trend to save money and whatever, make out with a killing, right? Because I, I want to just, for the record, Forward is worth $1 billion. Oh their, their, their most recent round of um, whatever it is, gathering funds, I forget what it's called, um, whatever the last round – they acquired um, – they, they raised $225 million. Um, so they're a unicorn, okay? So when when I – you know, it's, it's one thing that this guy, right, who might not even he, – he, his, his commercial might be shitty like that because, you know, he's not really a great businessman and his company is not taking off and that's that. He's not going to go anywhere with that, right? Because I see commercials like that all the time. You know, these guys, man, I just made – I, I just made $7,000 in one hour today on my Shopify, like that kind of thing. And I'm like, right. okay, Buster, I, <laughs> okay, right? And they're always filming on their phone. They're, they're like, I made, you know, I, here I am in, in the in the beautiful, in, in Malibu, and I'm like, oh, you know. Just, just uh, Ty Lopezing it? Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. Okay, this, so yeah, Ty Lopez is one thing. Dollar car doesn't mean anything. Right, really exactly. Need. Doesn't it's mean solid. anything. I'm gonna <laughs> piss on this car, right? Yeah, what you really need? Yeah, and, and so Ty Lopez is one thing, but then all these other guys came out and were copying Ty Lopez, right? And I mean, already Ty Lopez is like, in my opinion, kind of cringe, right? It's a whole thing, um, but that was like his brand, right? And then people just started piggybacking on it, and it became a trend. And now we're here with companies like Forward. Um, freaking just cheaping it out on, on, a, on a billion dollar enterprise, right? And so where, you know, how far is this going to go? Because um, there's also the trend of like sassy commercials, right? And I mean, this not, not, not set like it's a trend, but like, um, like the, the protagonist or the main character of the commercial um is very like um what are you doing without like what like what are you even you're such a loser without this like what are you what are you even doing without this product <laughs> what are you even doing at this company you fucking are trash unless you you know whatever use this product and that had like and like with even like like bleeped out cuss words and stuff like that right like mm -hmm. like so youtube style and i was like what like how like since when do like new companies that have absolutely like no laurel to rest on since when do they get to rest on their laurels <laughs> i guess like I, I don't i don't really know what better way to say it but they're they're coming at us like they are some large company that's got like a personality and everything and it's humorous and all that stuff but then like the product they're selling is like serious you know what i mean i'm like this mm. is this is uh um this taking me out of genre um so I, I don't know these commercials recently that have been coming out uh, with the low budget ones and then these weird sassy bully ones. I mean, not like I'm actually offended, but that's just how I'm phrasing it. <laughs> <laughs> are 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 just it's very strange new wave of commercials to me. Now, I do want to say something. 
I recently, sometimes I happen upon a, sometimes, (laughs) yeah, yeah, like, uh, so um, on to breakfast. No, um, so sometimes I do see a commercial that is so engaging that I don't click the skip ad button. Like, I'm genuinely curious to see, like, what Mm. product could this possibly be for? Right. Um, I think that's probably what's happening with a lot of, a lot of these, what, like, what you're saying, you know, what do these companies, you know, get off saying this or acting this way? Uh, I don't want to derail us too much because then you're, you're, you're saying something, but I do think there's there's an element to this game that is what's appealing now and now and now and now. And I think sarcasm comes in and out of um, flavor with people. Mm. And there's there's a time when it's enticing to people. There's a time when people want the straight shot. They want, what is it? What's happening? How much does it cost? How does it affect me, or whatever? And then there are times like, um, like the set, like the 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 Sasquatch. Yes, that's oh. where it started. That and that is that. I, I, sorry, continue. No, no, no. That is exactly. And I, I, uh, I work with that company. I almost no, no. Um, that company was doing a music video, and the the song was just so whack that I couldn't even audition for it. I was like, I don't want to dance to this. Um, but yeah, that production company, they started that, um, and it's, it's very clearly a joke, but there's something enticing about it because you know that, I don't know, like, like the attitude of it is sarcastic enough to where you're not offended, but it also takes enough of a stance to where you're open to listening, right? Because he doesn't go, you're an idiot. He just goes, your soap is shit. And you go, oh fuck, well, my soap is shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, no, yeah, I, I, and and some tapping into the truth, and then the way it's delivered, I think, can be tailored depending on what's hot right now. And you're totally right, and <clears throat> that's where it started, and it was good. It, that that was that, those the Sasquatch commercials. I remember when those first came out too. I was like, oh my god, these are hilarious. I was showing them to like everybody. And I was like, I got to get this soap. I couldn't afford it at the time, but I was like, I got to get this soap. This guy's hilarious. And then, and, and I thought he was going to be the Sasquatch guy, right? And like, this was, and not like he was writing it, but he was playing that character really well, like this kind of sassy, whatever kind of dude, right? Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing him in other commercials for other brands that he were like sunglasses too. Yeah, right? sunglasses. And like, there was another one too, and like following like the same format and i was like well wait a minute now it's not like it has anything to do with him but these companies not only are they following the same format but they even got the same actor right like that's not even that's what are you even doing how is that how is that competing it feels weird it feels like you guys are all one big brand now i i can't even decide this is not competition this is not creativity this is just laziness and this is something we've been dealing with for a long time right but as i was saying as i was saying earlier um but yes Good point. Bring up the Sasquatch commercials. That's like how Ty Lopez started the. This is my. This is. I'm gonna taking a trip. I made seven thousand dollars today, right? He started that kind of commercial, and it just sort of got derailed until it's like at the shitty level that is at now. Mm-hmm. Sasquatch started that sassy kind of commercial, and now it's just like everyone's doing it, and it's obnoxious, right? Everyone wants to be funny. Everyone wants to have a hilarious fucking commercial. <laughs> yeah, everyone's commercial has got to be like a huge knee slapper, and I'm like, come on, you know. But when we were talking about things being filmed to the phone right and and um 
like if, if we can tell, right? It, that means it's first off, it's got to be a pretty low quality phone um, because the phones of today, like the newer phones that are coming out, are pretty insane as far as camera quality and sound taken quality. These these phones are, are reaching a level that is really professional, mm-hmm. in my opinion, to just the regular uh, consumer eye. And so, like I said, I sometimes see a commercial that even if the skip ad button is there, I don't want to click it because I'm just so entertained and so interested. And so I'm going to send you this message right now that has a link to this commercial. I just saw this commercial the other day, and it's filmed with an, I- it's filmed with an iPhone. Okay, It's filmed with the new iPhone 13. You're going to love this. Oh, I hate it. no this commercial is freaking it's so simple um but it is like and and and, and i'm not gonna talk anymore just go ahead and watch it that's a good commercial right that's a solid point it shows you the feature it it literally uses the feature itself to show you the feature yeah like come on that's that's a fantastic commercial right um so and that's filmed with the phone so I really don't know like what these fogies are doing walking around filming things at phones and like we can tell and like it looks – you know what I mean? Like it's bad when there are – even though, yes, it's Apple, they're just using the phone that anybody could buy. So like right. what they're is the – using like a $5,000 lens on that bitch though. You think so? Oh, oh, bro. When you – oh, my god. This is, this is the thing. This is also a part of the false advertising of advertising even at the big level. Because when you look at Apple and uh, MKBHD did a video on this. Um, so when you look at, because you know, all of the Apple events are incredible, right? Like, visual, yeah. like vision, like insane, really well, incredibly done. Um, but anything that ever says shut on an iPhone, shut on an iPhone, there's always an asterisk at the bottom and you can look um and then I you know, don't know exactly what it says, but then you can go behind the scenes and you can see they'll have a drone with an iPhone and the lens is like a foot and a half long sometimes. <laughs> or, or they'll have the iPhone um, on its own little motorbike. I don't know what you call those, like the electric skateboards. Yeah, yeah. And they'll have a rig hooked up so it's stabilizing the iPhone and there's a huge $3,000 lens on there. So it's the crispiest cinematic image you can possibly get because this lens is worth more than the phone. So technically it is filmed on an iPhone, but they don't want you to know that they're upping the quality like that. And, but- and that is, that's an interesting point. I mean, I will say it, it does speak to the configurability of the phone. But they should mention that because if if you're just like, I didn't know that, right? If you're just watching the commercial and you're like, holy shit, this looks like a movie. Like this yeah. looks – and by the way, the reason why I was convinced I, – why I didn't think about there being a lens on there is because um, Rose does have a um, an iPhone 13 Pro Max, right? And I've seen the cinematic mode and it looks unreal. Like it looks it's like – it looks For like sure. a movie camera. It, well, it looks unreal. Is that of course we all know they're paid actors, right? Right. But that's a set. Yep. Right. They have makeup on. I bet you all of the light is artificial. Mm. It's artificial light. It has been diffused. It has been shaped to make everything beautiful. Mm-hmm. 
and then they have this huge, amazing cinematic lens, and then you have the iPhone. Like, sure, sure, bro. Yeah, sure. It's kind of the reverse of what we were talking about, of, of the way that advertising speaks or doesn't speak to us and sort of the fantasy that we have to craft around it. And I feel mm-hmm. like there's tears to that. So when, so when you talk about Apple, there's this huge level of fantasy of like, you could have what this is. Look at this, right? Mm-hmm. And then on the other end, there's you don't need or, or, or even at least like the way we're communicating this doesn't need to look like that. Mm-hmm. Because I think that the first... Uh, the former in terms of Apple, that's the staple of advertising, right? We're used to that. We're accustomed to that. And then you go to a platform like YouTube where the expectations are set up differently. You'll see a range. You'll see a range of products from advertisement that will that will go from this cinematic, um, here's the Batman, here's this Tony Robbins documentary, and here's this commercial for audible right big companies doing big things uh really bringing that wow factor to the to the ad and then you flip that right it makes you go oh i want that i want to be there and then there's something so curious about the other end of that that also puts you in a state of like inviting in a, in a state of uh, less intimidation of like, look, these people are down to earth. They're filming on an iPhone. You know, this this place, they talk about being, you know, like local and they talk about doing things for the people and they're not, they're not about that, all that business industry stuff that I get from the hospital. They're different. Look, they're filming on a phone. So it's so interesting the way that things can become approachable which is why it's so interesting. I know I talked about the cons a lot of everyone being able to come in and make their own ad if they can film anything and then pay for it to run. There are these different approaches that sort of peak different areas of our interest. It's, it's fascinating to me because at a certain point, the quality doesn't matter as much. Right, sure, when you want to sell a phone, you need it to be as crispy as possible because people need to believe that they need that thing. But when it's healthcare, no one really needs to believe that they need it, right? What they need is the basic information in a way that is inviting and they maybe might be able to see themselves in that office, right? So for forward, there's that commercial where the doctor will, well, welcome, I'm Dr. So-and-so, welcome to Forward, we're a leading, blah, 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 right? And then they'll have um, uh, commercials with testimonials. Hi, my name is Greg. Uh, before Forward, I was this, and now I do this, and it's got him stepping up onto the bioscanner, right? Really basic things that don't need to be shot in 8K, to be effective. I think that's a really interesting opinion. I just, you know, the, the more that you talk about it, the more that I, my opinion is formulating to where I, I don't agree um, that, that, that I don't agree 
that low production value equals a personable commercial or not, not necessarily equal. I'm not like saying there's up. a one-to-one yeah. one relationship. Yeah, yeah. That, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean it like that. But I just mean like for me, it makes me think um, – it makes me think that the product is – I don't want to say sketchy, but it makes me think that the product is – doesn't have a lot of care in it. And it might the, – the, the, the approach might be, oh, we just want to make sure – we want to seem down to earth, right, and all that stuff. But to me, it makes it feel like they're trying to seem down to earth. Especially when it's a oh, like they're performing, they're performing. Yes, down to like earth. it's performative down to earthness. Mm-hmm. Especially when they are claiming to sell some kind of crazy, wild, um, presumably expensive service, like what Forward is saying. So I want to send. I'm sending you another commercial that I want you to play out loud, um, and this is from a company called Mint Mobile, and oh, this okay. is another commercial um, that I didn't stop watching when I when I first saw it and the entire line of mint mobile commercials, this is actually a really good example of a company. So listeners go, go look up mint mobile commercials on YouTube. The entire line of mint mobile commercials are shot, not on phone. They're shot, you know, um, you know, with production, like, you know, a real production, you know, whatever budget and all that stuff. Right. But they're very personable. You'll see right now. Go ahead and play it all out. So, Okay. Another commercial that is, you know, high production value, of course, but to me, I feel like gets the necessary amount of information across to not only, okay, I like the, you know, this is, this is from, this is, you know, per person, of course. So this is my opinion that I'm um, saying, but it, it entices me to a watch the commercial. So they're not wasting their money there. <laughs> B um, it, um, makes me interested in the personality of the company, you know, who's running this thing, you know, somebody has to be running this, that's interest that has this, um, a calculated sense of humor, this dry sense of humor, or this, this smart sense of humor, not just like, um, dumb roasts and stuff like that, that are, you know, uh, cheap jabs. Right. And then three, it lets me know whatever, $15 a month, unlimited wireless. Um, and they're totally against big wireless companies. Right. So like, what does that mean? Well, I'm hoping that um, from what I'm getting from the commercial and upon more research, I am hoping that they're going to treat me totally differently than Big Wireless if that's what they're claiming in the commercial. Right. This whole slander campaign against Big Wireless, right? So I feel like that commercial gets all the necessary things done. In fact, <laughs> I think it got all the necessary things done so well that I ended up switching to Mint Mobile, right? So it had to have been doing something right, at least for me and a lot of other people. So when... We think about that, and then we think about okay, what you're talking about, or what you're um, what you're presenting about this this phenomenon where people are the the um, it's more accessible for more people to make commercials now. And I think about how not once in any of those commercials have I ever um, finished watching it, or been interested in the product at all, or if I found out what the product was. Um, even if it was something that that I could have used or that um, seemed like something I would want, the way that it was presented turned me off so much that I didn't even pursue it any further because just the personality surrounding the company to me seemed low effort. It seemed performative and um, it seemed cheap. So I thought if I'm going to get any product from them, it's, it's going to be cheap. Um, 
so I feel like when there's finesse in a commercial, right? Or not, not just finesse, but in a commercial, you're showing more than just your product or your service. You know, you're, you're showing, um, you know, the company's, um, the company's image and how the company feels about itself. Um, how much does the company care about how it comes off to the public? And if it's going to do some sort of performative poor person act or whatever, like I don't need it to do that. I'm already living that. You know, I don't need it to uh, make a commercial with a phone because it doesn't have to. It's worth a billion dollars. I would need to make a commercial on a phone, but that's why I don't have a billion dollar company. If you have a billion dollar company, get a fucking red camera or something <laughs> and 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 make a good commercial. I, I a really interesting um, um, crypto. So Staple Staple Center, right in LA, is now called Crypto.com Arena. Oh my God, are you serious, bro? Yeah, very, very, very sad. <laughs> very, very sad. But um, crypto.com is this whatever company you can buy crypto on, if that wasn't obvious enough. And they were, you know, they've been around for a little while, but they have been kind of like underground, not underground, but they just haven't had any like huge commercials and they're not super mainstream, right? We've been thinking about Robinhood and Coinbase a lot, right? But then when crypto, when crypto.com makes their, their big debut, right? Their first commercial has Matt Damon in it, and their big move is buying the Staples Center, right? And they're worth like a billion dollars, also. So they're, you know, they are worth a lot, and they are acquiring a lot of attention and making quite a, a fuss over over their brand. And so, I mean, this is a whole other discussion to where I could think maybe they're being a little too aggressive. You know, buying the Staples Center, like that could be a move that maybe a lot of people wouldn't like because a lot of people, Staples Center rolls off the tongue. We've all been saying it for so long. No one wants to say fucking crypto.com arena, right? <laughs> so so if you if you think about that, you know, that looks negative. However, the commercial with Matt Damon is actually a pretty well-made commercial. It's got some pretty good CG in it. Mm -hmm, I've seen and it. And you've seen it, yeah. It's like, you know, it's pretty good. gets the point across. Their whole campaign is like, you know, fortune favors the bold. Very, very interesting, you know, idea. And, you know, I'm not using crypto.com because I'm already using something else. But if I wasn't used to something else, I would at least look into crypto.com to see what it was about because the commercials seem very um, within genre, very kind of like um, – futuristic and um you know high quality and if they're trying to sell me fortune then they gotta show me fortune baby and especially like if i'm gonna like for forward i would keep coming back to this example right if they're claiming to have some sort of futuristic technology that's gonna like you know change the way i see healthcare then like i feel like rather than testimonials because like you know, I never see testimonials from hospitals. Like I've, I've, I've never seen like a hospital commercial with a testimonial. Again, I don't have any choice over my healthcare, so it probably wouldn't even matter if I did um, <laughs> right now. But, um, you know, for me, testimonials a lot of times I'm sus of because like, did they get paid? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they could really feel that way. You know what I mean? So what I would prefer from forward is like a demo. Like, you know, and like the PS5 commercials and like PlayStation commercials and they're so games, like the beautiful colors and it's like all futuristic and it's like dramatic, right? You know, I would love to see something like that for Ford that's showing like this bio scan of the body and like this walkthrough experience of this hospital rather than just seeing the office or seeing some, you know, nerdy doctor, you know, talk about whatever the program is. You know, that's not appealing to me. That doesn't make me feel like, like I said earlier, like they care about their image. Um, 
or if they do, you know, the image that they're giving off is not enticing to me. So what do you think about that? Well, I think I understand. And uh, I've actually seen some forward commercial where they do begin to demo the bioscanner, but I'm so uninterested. It, it, it doesn't really matter to me. I came across, I came across a quote. Um, <laughs> uh, I was looking things up after you sent me that that uh, link. And so this thing I saw supposedly is a quote from Plato. You'll have to look it up. Human behavior flows from three main sources, desire, emotion, and knowledge. And I would actually rank those in, in order of, of importance because when I was studying marketing, I learned that like 80% of people make their buying decisions based off of emotion. No, 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 that's not, that's not right. People make 80% of their buying choices based off of emotion first, right? So when we see these things, it's, a, and you were hitting it right on the head when you, were, when you were talking, it's about how you fucking feel, dog. It really doesn't matter what it looks like, what it sounds like, what's actually being advertised. If it makes you feel a certain way, because we make our buying decisions based off of how we feel. What do we want, right? Now, all these algorithms can see what we like, what we spend time watching, what we scroll past. They can hone in on our desire, at least a faux sense of our desire, and then appeal to our desire with emotion. Hmm. And then sometimes, and uh, and then depending on how much knowledge we have or how much we need in order to make a decision, we will buy that thing. I, hmm. since I learned that this is the way that the algorithms work, I use it in my favor, right? Hmm. I scroll past things on purpose. I don't look at certain things on purpose at all on my feed. And then, you know, you see less and less of it over time. Um, but if I like something... Not only will I stop to watch the ad um, for like beanies, but the inside is all silk. So I can wear it as a nightcap, right? Instead, mm. instead of a do-rag, right? I want to see who's wearing it. Is it a black person wearing it? Who's making it? Is it a black person making it, right? And then I'll, I'll let Instagram show me that ad three or four or five times before I go, okay, now I'm interested. You know, I, I purposely, mm. for me, it's like putting it in the queue. Mm -hmm. Like, well, that looks interesting. I'll like that. So that in Instagram will show it to me later because I, I, I'm curious about that. Mm -hmm. Right. I'll like it. And then I might send it to a friend or I, or, or, um, to see if anyone's picked it up recently, I'll look up some versions on Amazon, which was super funny for that specific product because on Instagram it's all black dudes with braids and, and locks. And I was like, okay, for sure. I look at that same product on Instagram. It's all white women. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> Everyone deserves a nice nightcap because it does literally keep your hair nicer. White, black, Asian, Mexican, what, whatever. If you wear a nice Only those four. <laughs> only those four. <laughs> yeah. If you wear a nightcap, most likely your hair will be nicer in the morning unless you have really short hair, like white people with short white with white people with short white hair. <laughs> white people 
<laughs> white men, albino white people with short hair, probably doesn't matter, right? You're going to wake up, you're going to wash your hair, put gel in it, spike it or whatever. It's going to be the same, right? But, but a lot of people would benefit from a cap like that, right? But I'm not going to buy a hair cap with white women wearing it. Why? Because I'm not a white woman. I don't have white person hair, right? So now we're playing back and forth with this desire, this emotion. Uh, Amazon shows me white people wearing it. I don't want it. Uh, Instagram shows me black dudes who look like me wearing this cap. Then I think, oh, I have a need for that. And now because I see myself in that product, my emotions are now a little bit more invested. Now I need this knowledge. I will go to the page, look at the products, look at how it's priced, and immediately begin to look up reviews to see if the knowledge supports my emotion and my desire. Mm -hmm. So I'm not disagreeing with you, but I just, I don't, actually don't know if I had an actual opinion. I just think it's interesting sort of the, the, the spectrum that is now available to creators in terms of advertising. Well, I, I think that what we're saying kind of the same thing. I was just saying it in a different way, sort of like when I'm talking about these commercials. Nope, nope. You disagreed, bro. You disagreed. Now we're going to fight. Now we're going to fucking fight. Bro. Now it's a fight. You punch me through the screen. Um, like, you know, I, I, I see myself in these commercials that I'm mentioning because I'm seeing my, um, you know, my standards um, on – in, in the form of a commercial for this company. So like basically I'm not seeing myself like literally, but I, I do agree with that. Like um, there are products that like, if I see like a, like, if it's about your body, right. If I see black people using it, it definitely entices me more. Like for a while I was not down with Curology until I saw like mixed boys using it. And they're like, y'all, you got to use this. I was like, okay. You know, cause you know, our skin is so different, you know, so I'm not just going to buy that. It's going to work for everyone. Right. Um, so I see that, but then also with like the Mint Mobile commercial, I guess I saw my humor in that. And then like, you know, same with the Apple commercial, but the overlying thing for me, like, even if I saw somebody that, you know, reflected my sense of humor or something like that, the overarching thing is how it makes me feel not only about the product, but like I said earlier about the company. And if it's some lowball, you know, commercial, um, with shoddy quality, I'm going to be like, you know, <laughs> what's the customer service like? Right. You know, I, I've purchased things from small companies, right? And some of the small, like, like Shopify companies. And some companies, they're so personal that their customer service is really good. But other, other, some of these other small companies don't have great infrastructure and they got their head so far up their ass trying to be a big multi-million dollar corporation, you know, having that mindset when they don't have the product to support it yet that they, you know, are shitty about it over, over, over customer service. And so, you know, there are two sides to this, you know, smaller, cheaper company coin, right? You want to support smaller companies, but then some of these smaller companies be having their head up their ass. So if I see commercials where these smaller companies are really like, super like um putting their low budgetness in your face mm -hmm. i'll say it, it, you know it makes me sort of hesitant to buy your product so you know that's unfortunate um but you know at the same time it's not because it's my money 
<laughs> so like you know like if you want my money then you know fucking come get it but yeah. like come and get it you know <laughs> yeah I, I do feel the same way of yeah. like let me make a choice let me make it like like put it on the table baby what's up yeah well i think that was that was a that was a good rant we just had on on commercials i, I was for sure I've just been super fascinated for a while about the uh diversity and in, in quality yeah but, that's really it's important well what we have next we're trying to make this this staple it's time for the impressions game hell yeah but right after this break Are your bones tired? Are your feet screaming? Are you sick of feeling the tectonic plates shift beneath you? This episode of Junkyard is brought to you by Sitting Down. In two easy steps, you can sit down. Step one, find a comfortable place. Step two, sit the fuck down! If you find yourself harassing baristas or calling the cops on kids selling lemonade, Visit sitdown.com and use our promo code Take a seat. Thank you to Sitting Down for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so we're back. Let's go ahead and do this game. Today's theme, or this episode's theme for celebrity impressions or character impressions is YouTube celebrities. YouTube. So, YouTubers. Welcome back, as, everybody. Yeah. As the pub- yeah, exactly. Oh like my god. Subscribe. Dude, let me tell you. I had to go back and like revamp myself on some older famous YouTubers to like figure out how to do this game. And my goodness, some YouTubers can be so cringy. Like they try too hard. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to lose this game. I, I, I had to look up the people that, that I got sent. Mm-hmm. Bro, I mean, you're completely right in terms of cringe. Um, but it's also such an interesting conversation because anyone can get in, especially if you follow the formula. I, I think anybody can publish videos, but I don't think anybody can get in. No, no, I don't no. think it's but like it, that anymore, bro. Of, well, we'll see. I, I mean, I think the more people get in, the higher the bar is for sure. There are definitely still an anomalies. You know, I, I like to think that now it's much more of a business that you can work your way up to a hundred thousand by doing the correct things by, you know, all these keywords for 10 years, making videos about what's popular, making videos about what's interesting. Well, there's, there's there's this channel called better ideas. Mm. It took him three to two to three years to get to 1.1 million subscribers. Mm -hmm. So in terms of, in terms of reaching 10 million. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Right. But in terms of getting to a hundred thousand, Definitely possible. 500,000, definitely possible. A million, it is attainable. You just have to work it much more like a business. I'm mm-hmm. just it right now. But mm-hmm. because we've been so focused, you know, I, I, it's like streaming. I love to stream and interact and have an audience, but, but being the audience isn't as engaging for me. So mm. all these famous YouTubers, I don't care about because that was never content that excited me. You know what I mean? So mm. this, was a, this was a challenging thing to get into. And I'm really going to do my best um, to impersonate some of these people. And and I think I'm going to fail pretty hard, but I hope it's me too. Yeah. I, I know these people, but I'm, I'm not good at impersonating real people. So right. this is, or, you know, these, for these YouTube personalities, I mean, quite honestly, compared to like actors, they're not really like they're distinct. Well, some of them are, 
I don't, let's just get into it. Yeah, you yeah. go ahead and go first. So I've um, got this timer. I've got this timer. Are you keeping score? Um, yeah, of course. Oh, I mean, it's such a not a large skill game. I keep scoring my head. Yeah, numbers are hard. <laughs> but I'll, I'll time. I'll time you. You time me. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna go first. So I'll perform first. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you to go with your person three. Okay. 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 All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Go. Oh, what's up, everybody? Today, today, man, we're gonna take this basketball and shoot it through a golf course. Dude, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, dude, pretty good, pretty good. Like, it's such a generic dude voice. Just funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, what you were saying was definitely some okay. kind of dude perfect thing. It was perfect. All right, you ready? Yeah, yeah. And go. Uh, who? <laughs> Which one? Oh. one did... <laughs> Bro. <laughs> oh, sorry. The pressure got to me. I just... <laughs> okay, uh, do your number two. <laughs> oh, shit, okay. And Can... go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to my channel. Oh, I'm really funny, and I'm also crazy, like goofy. I'm goofy, and I got my own YouTube show. Oh, welcome going back. It's the blankety blank show. Oh my welcome God. everybody. Okay, time's up. Um, that's so generic. Let me see. I'll just take one guess. Um, Logan Paul. Yeah, I should have. I should have said it was a woman, but um, because because you know, I uh, I, Jenna Marbles? I didn't want to know. No, because no, it, it was Liza Koshy. And, and, I, and I thought what would give it away is the, ah, what's going on? Because she, she always does that like grovelly voice like familiar, that. But I, yeah, I don't get down. Yeah, that's dude. Her channel is so. I was like watching some of because she's had like a YouTube show for a long time, like a like a like a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like peace sign, like not like not peace signs, but like you know, like that kind of like annoying style of peace sign. You know what I mean? And like like oh, what's going on? Like like not funny. Like totally too much playing for the laugh. If you saw it, you would like I. I would literally was like gonna barf. It's it's oh. awful. Okay. Yeah, it was bad. All so, right. So like I said you got the point for that round. Uh, no, 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 you got, got the point right. because I was able to guess. Yeah, there we go. All right, all right. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, um. All right. Go ahead and do your number one. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, go. What's going on, you plebs? Today we're gonna smash the game in World of Warcraft, bro. Come on, hang out with us. Is that PewDiePie? <laughs> yeah. Dude, have you ever watched PewDiePie? Uh, very, only a little bit, and then the anti-Semitic stuff. But then I heard that <laughs> that wasn't real, and I, I don't know. I his his got... accent, his accent was that strong eleven years ago. Oh really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, I saw one recently where he was calling out people in the fitness industry, like, "Yeah, right, bro, you worked out for a year. You fuck you, bro. You're on steroids, bro. Just be honest, man." <laughs> Come on, dude. Yeah, he sounds like he sounds like that. Yeah, but you're, that's not you're, bad, right? That's pretty good. No, no, that, that was really accurate. Your accent a second ago was like super <laughs> sweet. I was like, holy shit! I am a Danish Korean. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, yeah, bro. Oh my god, PewDiePie <laughs> is probably one of the big YouTubers that I actually still enjoy watching. Oh, okay. um, time to time. Um, and it's just because they're um, and this is interesting talking about production value. Um, because he's just like it's a it's a nice camera, 
but his qual it's not he's still just a gamer in a chair. You don't for the have last well beyond your means, bro. He's making millions of dollars. Why would he set up a red camera in his room if he doesn't? Why would he change? Exactly. Why would he change? Because exactly. that, that that's his brand. That's what people like. If you change it, you run the risk of people not vibing with it anymore, right? Exactly. And so people have been fucking with that. I mean, every because he has so many subscribers anyway. Yeah, like yeah. with like every video is like baseline, like three million views, and that's like a bad video, right? So like right. every you know, but you know that's totally different but suffice what i mean to say is it's he's very that's very personable it doesn't feel over the top it doesn't feel performative there's it's hardly any the ones that the videos that i watch are like three hours long and they're not edited of course i don't watch it all at once but right. you know what i mean anyway good impersonation you get that point uh which one am oh, i doing you get the point no bro if you do it and i guess that you get the point because your impersonation was good oh okay same as last time okay, okay. yeah 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 I always get this. it's been three years. I always get this wrong. <laughs> I know it's okay. All right, okay. which which one am I doing? Do your number four. Okay. And three, two, one, go. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm a lady. I I this is not a good impersonation, but I sing uh, and I'm very funny. Uh, and I have a show on Netflix now. I, everybody oh, wow. loves that, me. Uh, uh, I'm a singer? Huh? I think she's a she's a comedian, but I don't know if she's Yeah, I'm I'm uh, make funny videos and uh this is my Uxmail alter ego. My time has gotta be up. Yeah, it's it's I was trying to guess. It's oh it's gone. It's terrible. Yeah, well, so it's Miranda sings. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Don't watch her. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. But I just know who she is because she was like everywhere, right? Her voice just sounded so much like the other person. I was like, no way, it's this person twice in a row. Damn. Oh well. Wait, what did you think it was? I, I mean, I thought you were the comedian uh, Liza Schlinger. I think that's her name. Liza Schlinger. I, I, I'm, I'm saying her name wrong. She always does like the, she makes fun of when her girl impre, impressionation is goats. <laughs> These girls at the club, you see them all to get on their high heels. They're like, <laughs> like little goats. <laughs> I've never closest, seen that. So that was the closest um, thing to an accent. I was like, what voice is this? Oh my God. No, yeah. Oh my. Well, it's okay. It's okay. All right. All right. You're gonna do number five. Okay. Okay. I just looked him up. All right. Three, two, one, go. Hi. Welcome to my channel. What's up, you guys? Welcome James Charles. Back. No. No. Um. Um. So this year has been like really hard, but I just wanted like talk for a second. Let's 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 just talk for a second, you guys. No. Like, done. Who is that? Uh, Tyler Oakley. Tyler Oakley. I just looked him up today and I just, he just holds certain words a little longer. He talks like a lot of people. It's not that specific. I've never, I've never heard of Tyler Oakley. What yeah. a bland name. What a bland way of talking. I, yeah. I, I only thought he was James Charles just because you were lilting a little bit. But if it was James Charles, you would have definitely said, hi, sisters. He would have yeah. definitely done yeah, that. He didn't have a catchphrase or anything like that. He, he's just regular. So I was like, what? I didn't watch all of his videos, but you know, I didn't. I didn't anything specific. So none of the people I got have. Um, I mean, there's only one person I have that has uh, like a slogan, but it has their name in it, so I can't say it. Uh, okay, um, okay. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, but you got the point. So you're at oh. three points. I'm at zero. Go ahead. Which one am I doing? Uh, number one. Oh, God. Three, okay. two, one, go. So I'm, I'm, I'm a woman. And I haven't done YouTube in a long time, but I did it. A, I've been doing it for, I did it for a long time, you know, like a couple of years ago. I was doing it for a long time. Yeah. She has a very flat voice, like sort of like deep, but like flat, very nasally. But that's the best I could do. I've also, I also have barely watched her. So <laughs> I, that was a lucky guess. I was like, one of these women YouTubers have got to be. Well, well I, I think what was important about Jenna Marbles is that. She was really big and was doing YouTube for a long time, but has been dormant for a little while. So that was, mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, I, don't know. I, mean, I know she got big doing makeup and vlogging, but I didn't, I didn't know her for a specific catchphrase or a, a thing. Yeah, no, 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 just a weird name. Um, <laughs> all right, one, one point for me, finally. Okay, you got three points, so I'm gonna have you do do your number four. Okay, okay, I just learned this one today too. So cringe. All right, here we all go. Right. Three, two, one. Hi guys, what's up? Welcome to my channel. Thanks for supporting my music video. And I'm just so psyched, you guys. Today's today's video is sponsored by Cash App. And now Cash App is available to go. Your time is up. Who is this? <laughs> Jojo Swat. Sweet. Oh, I should have known by the smoky voice. God. I, I tried to have that little bit of rasp in my voice. Yeah. yeah. Now that I think about it, I, I thought you were doing a guy. Which is why I was uh, thinking about guys. But if I had known you were doing a a, a, a girl, I would have immediately, she, immediately she that, that perfect blend of raspy voice and like ponytail flip. She's like uh, a mix of like an older New York Jewish woman and uh, <laughs> like uh, Genie from uh, what was it? I I love Genie with like the head, the hair flip of like yes, master, bing, yeah, and like that, yeah. I I I I cannot cannot. Say this clearly enough. <laughs> I, I, I can't stand Jojo oh, Siwa. When I was when I when I was telling you, she has a music video called Boomerang, bro. It's got like nine hundred and fifty-seven million views. I come back like a boomerang. Don't let the haters hang. I, I was like, what? what? And people, no, dude, what? people. Love Jojo Siwa. Our, our, the comments are uh, off on the videos, though. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, there you go. But no, no. But I'm talking like, like, like Madison, our, like our, our little, co- our baby cousin, no. Journey, our other baby cousin. Like, like these little kids, freaking, will ride with Jojo Siwa Ugh. to the end, dude. They'll ride and they'll do the dances, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, don't, don't watch this. This is garbage. Like, this yeah. is gonna totally like, like you think that that is like. Like I guess it is. It's movements, but like, but I call it good dancing. No, but I call it good music. No, is it even a good color palette? No, it's just all. It's I mean, just. Here, here's the thing, though. When I was 11, and everybody else was bumping Tupac, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I was bumping the Aaron Carter album. So, so there's. What's Aaron Carter? Okay, so Nick Carter is his older brother, and he was a Backstreet Boy. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Carter is his is Nick's younger brother, and he did some music. I mean, it's like back in the day, Justin Bieber is just nowhere near as big, um, because there wasn't internet. But you know, sometimes the kid stuff. I mean, definitely if it's bad for the kids, you got to be like, look, this is not appropriate, or you know, you can't watch in trash. But if it's if it's just poppy and annoying, 
some of those I gotta let go because when I was younger, I wanted all that poppy annoying shit. You know what I mean? I just I can't let it for me. I feel like that's like I mean, yeah, that what you're saying makes sense, but I must have just been like a different breed then when I was listening to music you know, when I was younger. Cause I was freaking listening to the Beatles. I was listening to Eurythmics. I was listening to freaking I mean, um, yeah. I was like I I checked I checked my old Park and Jay Z and Yeah, I checked I checked my old I, I, I checked my old playlists. Um, from like like way back in the day, bro. I was listening to Passion Fruit when that shit first came out, and I was like, wow. "What the hell?" I was bumping that shit. I was bumping that shit, and so like, you know, I was never in. I mean, I was never into Justin Bieber, and that might have just been because I was a a little boy, and I was like, "Nah, he's for girls." But I never ever listened to like One Direction, Justin Bieber, uh, the Naked Brother Band, or whatever Aaron Carter. Right? I was listening to like Boys to Men and like all these other these, these like what I felt like. And it's not even like what still is really good music. But then, you know, it just bothers because of that. And maybe it's some standard that I'm um, wrongfully holding other young children up to when I see, you know, especially a family of mine, you know, listening to this, this garbage and not only listening to it, but like vibing with it. Like I said, riding with it. I was like, no, 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 no. This I mean, cannot it just, stand. It just depends on what's in the whole pot. Right, because at the same time, if they're only listening to that, sure. But I'll listen to Aaron Carter, and then I listen to Zap Mama and The Roots and the Lincoln Park album. Nah, these kids, these kids these days ain't listening to this, bro. These kids these days ain't listening to that. Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, yeah. These kids these days that all they're listening to is the new is the new. You know why? Because you and and you are different, right? You guys are like like uh very cultured specimens but the majority of these people that are raising these <laughs> the majority of these people that are raising these new young kids are freaking like people in their like early 20s that are like on their phones all the time they give their kids their phones they're fucking and not yeah. no hate towards this because we all need love but they're fucking spending all their time on tinder and grinder and like bumble and all this shit and they're just like they're sh they're shoe away parents to their kids they're like, well, the new shit. Not showing, not showing them. They're not, not showing them the good shit. The kids are finding all the new shit on their own, and the new shit is garbage. You're not wrong, but let's get back to the game. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Let's get back to the game. <laughs> um. Fuck. See, this is just how driven I am by my my. And I'm not oh. gonna say hatred, but I just do not like Jojo Siwa. Okay. Uh, which one am I doing? Uh, do five. <sighs> You're not gonna guess this. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's go. Three. Two, one. Hey guys. Hi guys. I'm I'm a I'm a woman. Um and I love coffee. Um I think I'm so ugly. Like I'm I, I I'm so I just I hate the way I look. Time's um up. yeah, I got okay. nothing. Yeah, you would never, ever, ever have guessed this. Zemma Chamberlain. Um she has a coffee brand called Chamberlain Chamberlain Coffee. She thinks she's like her her thing is she's like supposed to, she thinks she's like super ugly. I mean, she's not, but that's like her whole thing, you know. And so, <laughs> yep, that's nope, no idea. No sort idea. of eye rolly. Yeah, can't really get around it. Um, okay, uh, for you, your last one. What do you have? Just your last one. Whatever one you have left. Okay. Damn, I'm riding here with one point. You got freaking. You got uh, three. All right, here you go. Three, two, one, go. Hi, everybody. Today, we're going to open up a Power Ranger. Oh, so good. Here. Ryan's World. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, such a good impersonation. You <laughs> definitely deserved that point. Uh, yeah, I tried hard for that.
Yeah, that's another channel that blows my mind. He's the highest making YouTuber, uh, highest making YouTube channel in the world, and he doesn't even know it. Well, <laughs> he has no goddamn idea. Put enough money away from away for him so he can enjoy it later after he. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just fascinating to me. Yeah. All all they do is open shit and play, and then just happen to film it, and then they're just like. Making shit tons yeah, of dough. Have you seen the house tours of the houses his parents buy? <laughs> Let's go. That is pretty crazy. I mean, way to fucking like have the kid pay for himself. <laughs> I, I have to say. Um, all right. Okay. So, all right. My last one? one. Yeah. And go. What's up, gang? Here we are today. Um, I know I lost my match against Mayweather, but we're not gonna fret about that. Logan we're just Paul. gonna, we yeah. Um, I, I was, what's up, Paul Gang? We're not gonna, <laughs> Paul Gang. We're not gonna stop. We're gonna keep going, man. That's the best. That's the best Ollie, I got. Ollie oxen freeze, bro. Ollie, Ollie oxen free. <laughs> is this is, is when did Logan Paul become a, a merry goose rhyme? Yo, bro, I thought about our mother people. goose. I thought about I thought a name. I thought about a name for people who who fuck with the podcast. Okay. This might be copyright infringement. Okay. About the junk yardigans. The junk yardigans. That's fire, right? Is it wrong that I was afraid that you were going to throw some crazy racial slur <laughs> out? I don't know why I was afraid of that, but um no, yeah, I like I like the junk yardigans. That's really good. That's fresh. There shouldn't be any copyright. Who has a fucking copyright on artigans? I mean, backyardigans. It's just cardigans, so backyardigans. I don't know. Yeah, fuck that. You guys are the junk yardigans the now. Yardigans fuck heavy with us, bro. Fuck with us. Fuck man. heavy. Fuck heavy. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for joining us in this episode. Zach, you went ahead and won the game with four points to my sad little pile of one point. Um, but it's okay because the next game, I'm going to destroy you. Um, in the meantime, peace out, junk yardigans. We'll see you guys the next time. Take it easy, y'all.